Okay. <laughs> Why do you always do that? That should be like the intro for everything. <laughs> it, should, it just, you know, helps you clear your mind. Welcome back to one of the guys. I'm Giselle. We're nerds with ovaries and we have a lot of opinions. So whether you're a Jedi Master or a clueless muggle, all are welcome. We only have one rule. Gatekeepers, you shall not pass. Alright, so for today is a special episode. Um, in honor of Batman Day, which according to the DC Instagram, it's September 19th. But according to Google, it's September 21st. So this weekend, we have a special and we have a guest, our friend Ashley, who is an expert on the Batman. That's a Hi, big Ashley. title. Hello. Hello. Yes. I don't know about expert, but I feel like I'm You're well an expert. Yeah, expert. Yeah. We'll see down the line. Compared <laughs> to me and Carla, she is an expert. <laughs> I'm a fucking noob. Giselle's somewhere in the middle. Ashley's the expert. You stopped after noob. I'm a fucking noob (laughs) by Carla. So the the way this episode is going to be broken down is going to be we're going to talk about the history of Batman. We're going to discuss some fun facts about Batman, and then we're going to talk about our favorite Batmans at the end. So we're going to let our guest Ashley kind of take the reins, and you know, just a fun little discussion. What if I didn't say anything and like the podcast like went up to flames the moment I start talking? Anyways, I think at least Batman versus like the Superman thing. Batman is one of those like easily recognizable names and kind of like all over. Like Superman's very recognizable, but Batman I feel like is a close second. I don't know. I don't want to say first or second because then people are like Batman better superman's better but it's well like- i mean in my mind it's like they're like up there they're like they're yeah. they're tied for number one mm-hmm. it's like they're each other's opposites in my brain yeah right especially because they were born throughout the same kind of like action comics and they're kind of hand in hand they're like two peas in a pod you know but what I guess was kind of like the creation of it was uh miss we're just drumby straight in or in just the history in we're it. already here <laughs> but bob kane which is a writer and he's also a um i don't want not cartoonist what's that other word illustrator illustrator but there's another word isn't there there's a lot of words um animation or no not it's not no. animation mm-hmm. animate no creator <laughs> just said animator. i was like you just said animator uh it's not comic gonna book artist uh yeah yeah i guess the i guess illustrator would be a better <clears throat> word for it but he decided to make a make a character he had this idea of what batman was supposed to be and so he kind of like briefly illustrated something uh kind of like a what's the word i'm looking for I swear I can speak English. I swear cool. I am literate. But he kind of drew some concept art 
for what he thought Batman was going to be. And the first kind of concept art was nothing like the Batman we know today because he's like broody. He's like yeah. kind of shadowy. But the first concept art was he was wearing all red. He had like a domino mask, which is kind of like similar to the Incredibles, really. And he had stiff oh wings. So this man had wings like that were attached to him. And they were just like stiff. He didn't have a cape. And then he suggested it to one of his really good friends that he had done other comics with named Bill Finger. And he was like, hey, look at this stuff I just created. We're going to name him Batman. And Bill Finger was like, okay. And then he suggested some other things. And he was like, well, why don't we take it darker? Or why don't we put a cow on Batman? And why don't we give him points? Why don't ears? we kill his parents? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny you say that because he was responsible for his origin story. So technically he did kill his parents <laughs> in the end. So Bill Finger. You know what this needs yeah. this needs some trauma. <laughs> yeah, so it's funny you say that because it's totally true. But he decided that Batman should have a overall broodier, shadowier look than the one that Bob Kane created. But mm. Bob Kane was only, was credited as the sole creator as Batman. Like if you see everywhere it's all Bob Kane, Bob Kane, Bob Kane. And while yes, he created Batman, it was not alone. And he Bill Finger was really a crucial part of that creation because he did all the major kind of like I said, like he killed his parents. He gave him his origin story. He gave he made him, him the, emo. Yeah, he made him hashtag emo. He kind of just like helped propel him into a bigger role than Bob King so, had originally dreamed. Bill Finger never like was like, what the fuck, bro? Or he just kind of let Bob Kane have all the glory. I think he did let him have all the glory in the beginning because you don't really hear his name at all anymore. And now I think it wasn't until recently that people were because there was a documentary on Hulu in like 2017 that was mm -hmm. all about Batman. It was called Batman and Bill. And it was mm -hmm. all about Bill Finger and how he was ah. uncredited throughout most of the Batman uh, timeline. And so that gives a lot of insight of how much he helped create, I think. But he's also a crucial member of the Batman creation. So I like to say Bob Kane and Bill Finger helped create Batman because it really was like a, they, they both together helped create Batman, not just Bob Kane, because you'll hear Bob Kane all the time. Yeah. Dope. I have questions. Yeah. You said this, his suit was red. Mm -hmm. Yes. Were his wings red? That's a great question. I'm not sure. It says that he had he was wearing a red union suit and a domino what? mask and the wings were attached to him. But I'm not sure if the wings were colored as well. That is a great question that mm. I'm not sure about. That's just really weird because it's like you're called Batman. You're based off a of bat. What's a union suit? Yeah, bats are. Black. Dark. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're actually um, brown. Yeah, I mean, they are actually brown. I think it's just a, like a, I don't want to say leotard. It's just like a jump or onesie. Isn't it just a onesie? A union suit? Yeah, it's a onesie. But oh, he, he did have black wings. Nice. Interesting. Yeah, so, so he's wearing a red onesie, Blonde. basically. Let me send you the the image. Oh, huh. There you go. He's wearing a red he onesie. He looks like Mermaid Man. <laughs> He looks like Aquaman. No, he looks like Merman from. Um, are you talking about SpongeBob? Yeah, yeah. Mermaid okay, Man. Yeah, yeah. Mer Mer yeah. 
Merman and Barnacle Boy. Yeah, he kind of does. Interesting. But yeah, so that's <laughs> conspiracy what he was theory. To, yeah, that's what he was supposed to look like wow. in the beginning, which would be, I feel like, wild if <laughs> he's blonde and I'm just, I can't think of. Yeah. I don't it's a know. Weird, it's a weird look for Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And Bill Finger actually created Bruce Wayne too and decided that that was going to be his alter ego because, you know, obviously he needed an alter ego. So Bill Finger was behind the creation of Bruce Wayne as well. So he's just, he's just everywhere. Bill Finger's everywhere. Bob Kane needs to step aside. I guess I... when Bill put his finger on it, it got better. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so the All right, that's the end of the show. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We can wrap up now. That, that's it. That's all I had to say. Uh, <laughs> thanks for having me. After, because the Batman comics mythos are a whole thing on its own. So we're obviously not going to talk about really the comics, but more so the like general mythos that is Batman. So after kind of like the comics took flight, that you know it became a big hit. Detective Comics, which I don't think I mentioned, were the kind of like reins for it too. And I just found out last week, and I feel like such a poser that DC stands for Detective Comics, which is a nod to the you Batman comics. I didn't know that. I was <sighs> reading it the other day, and I was, I, I just don't know how I was. Okay, Carla thought it's, it was District of Columbia. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. We all make mistakes. Yeah, I mean, some bigger than others, really. Wow, okay, whatever. <laughs> Moving on! Um, but anyways, Batman's kind of like jumping ship here. Batman's first appearance was in the 15-part Columbia Pictures movie serials, which I don't know if you want to explain, Carla, what movie serials are. Yeah, so um, movie serials, I was very confused when Ashley first told me about this. I, I was imagining serial commercials, but it's right. serials. Oh uh, shut up. <laughs> but yeah, I just take away my film degree. I don't deserve it. Um, serials, S-E-R-I-A-L-S. Back in the day when you would go see a movie, you wouldn't see like movie trailers uh before a movie you would see news serials or you would also see like th in this case batman serials so it brought it made you go to the movie theaters every week or every i don't know how often they came out but it made you go back to the theaters often so that you could see the whole series together but yeah that's like a serial like the tv show yeah how basically much, at the movie theater exactly and they're like really short because they're like I don't know how long these serials were. I'm assuming they were like in the five minute range. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure. But they like, that's how you even like, because I mentioned that you, there's news serials. Like, that's how people got the news back in the day. You would go to the movie theater, you would see some news, you would see some whatever serial before the show, and then you would see the movie. You'd be like, the movie, th movies back in the day, you'd be at the movie theater for like hours, like four hours. <laughs> just it's watching wild. shit. Yeah. I mean, you could do that too today if you just jump from theater to theater. But I you mean, know. if you watch like a Tarantino film, for that, sure, four hour movie. Yeah, that too. Or Star Wars. Uh, End what game. else? Endgame. Yeah. yeah, that was three hours. Batman v Superman. Oh, man. We don't talk about that. Here. It was like two hours, right? <sighs> two hours too long. Yeah. <laughs> I, I watched it with Ashley and Alex. I literally fell asleep in the movie theater. 
Except when Wonder Woman comes in. Yeah, I was awake for those parts. I literally the moment where Batman and Superman are fighting, I was asleep for that whole thing. I woke up and I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, movie serials, 1943. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And Bob Kane was super disappointed about just how low budget the movie serials were because they didn't really have a big budget for it. And he visited the set and he was just like, yo, what's going on? Because the suits, I mean, the costumes and everything were not really well made. You could really see the seams of it. He wasn't happy with it at all, but it wasn't all bad because the serials really gave birth to the Batcave. If it weren't for the serials, the Batcave wouldn't have existed, which is the same thing as, um, which also Alfred, he also kind of like, well, Alfred was already in the comics, but he had a different role in the Alfred we know today, which is kind of like his, definitely like his companion he's got his back everything that alfred was born um out of the movie series as well so it wasn't all bad in the end we all have our rough teenage years yeah literally because in the beginning too batman was he carried a gun with him and like he like shot people and stuff and it was kind of <laughs> crazy because you would not think, imagine like batman carrying a glock today like i, I don't know it just kind of seems out of character because he has this strict moral code and that was definitely not present in the earlier comics and i'm glad that they made that switch for sure because it would have been wild to see that mm -hmm. also like it gives room for more stories because i feel like if he didn't have that moral code he would just shoot people and hey that's it yeah <laughs> Yeah, because I know, I, I forget if it's Batman versus Superman or Justice League. There's, like, the scene that's really controversial because, like, Batman is, like, fighting someone. But then he's in the Batmobile, I think, but he shoots off some missiles or whatever. And you know that the people he shot the missile at are, are dead. And people were like, mm, this is an interesting take because Batman wouldn't do that. But then again, it's an older Bruce Wayne, too. Like in the Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Movie, and didn't they kill off his stuff. like wife and kid? In the yeah. movies? Yeah. Was that was that the one? Uh, or am I thinking don't, something else? I don't else? think so. In the Batman so. versus Superman. Yeah, I don't think so. The Ben Affleck Batman has a kid? Then who who's the picture? I didn't watch the whole movie, I'll be honest. So maybe that's why I sound really stupid right now. But like in the trailer, he likes he's looking at a picture of a woman and a kid. I think it's him and his mom. Uh, never because mind. like uh, the only reason I say that too because in the movie he he and Superman are like you know face to face and then Superman says Martha and then Batman's like why'd you say that name because it turns out that his mom is named Martha too and it's kind of kind of a weird dynamic. That's the only reason that I say that. But I think yeah. Anyways, I'm getting sidetracked. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, the, that's our specialty. I know, yep. it's... Where was I? So, after the disappointment of the movie serials, um, they decided to make an actual... Uh, no, the TV show came first, which was the Adam, uh, Adam West and Burt Ward show, and that was kind of like... I mean, it's funny. Have you seen it before? I've seen the Adam West, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it's a good laugh. Batman it's is cheesy. in no way serious. Yeah, it's super yeah. campy. It's nowhere near like what the Batmans we see I today. Mean, it's wild. Eyebrows on his yeah. <laughs> costume. He has everything too. He has like the bat phone. I'm sure he has a bat stapler. Like, he has everything was everything. bat something. Yeah, exactly. So it's definitely a good laugh. 
but definitely brought audiences in. And then after the success of the TV show, the first movie, I don't know if the serials are considered movies, which I guess they are, but I guess the first feature film was the 1966 Batman the movie with also Adam West and Burt Ward returning as Batman and Robin. And the movie did okay, and it definitely helped kind of get Batman into mainstream media and everything, even though he was already kind of super popular because of the comics. But mm-hmm. it really helped give him like a, a little push, not the whole push, but a little push to kind of the mainstream media Batman, like I said. But in between kind of like the first movie and all the comics, because really after 1980s, because like I said earlier, Batman was super, super different in the comics. Like this man carried a gun, whatever. And then the Adam West Batman was super campy. So I don't think he had found himself yet. Like there wasn't a, there was a lot of iterations of Batman. And mm-hmm. then after it, he kind of started to like sales started to go down in like the mid sixties, late seventies, people were starting to lose interest. And then this writer, his name's Frank Miller, which is, he was responsible for Daredevil, the Daredevil comics. He decided to make the Batman, the the Dark Knight trilogy, or and it's not trilogy, it's like six different books, but it's an older Batman and uh, Batman versus Superman directly took from this comic because his armored suit is directly from the Frank Miller uh, Dark Knight uh, comics. So the oh. whole armored suit is from Frank Miller. And Frank Miller is noted as really solidifying the Dark Knight because when you say the Dark Knight, you think of like a a darker Batman and when you kind of say the Cape Crusader you think about Adam West's Batman because he's a lot more campier funnier because the Dark Knight you don't really see Batman laugh or like smile or do any of that he's pretty focused on what he wants to do and so after those comics were released uh there was this big upwind of interest in Batman again and then comes the 1989 Batman which is the Tim Burton film and yes. that really, really like that. That was it. Like that Batman was going to was here to stay after that movie debuted because crowds just kept coming and coming to that movie. And it's it's definitely credited as something that really helped Batman propel himself to fame for sure. That's uh, that's the one with the Nicholson Joker, Jack right? Nicholson. Yeah, Jack yeah. Nicholson. That movie is Joker. so good. Jack Nicholson didn't want to do the film at first because he was just like, I'm not so sure about it. So he actually invited Tim Burton to like some ranch and mm-hmm. like a farm ranch, not like ranch the dressing. <laughs> I, think, I think we got it. <laughs> not sure. And he was like, uh, he was like, why doesn't Tim Burton and I and me go ride some horses and we could talk about this and no one really knows what they talked about. But after that horse riding session with Tim Burton and Jack Nicholson, that Jack Nicholson was a Joker. And I, I liked, I, I, I personally liked the take of the Joker in that film because Joker's like kind of gangster and he wears like zoot suits and everything. And it's just yeah. like, he's there. He's like, he's also there to make a mess, you know? And like, but he's not anywhere as near as psychotic as the other Jokers we see sometimes. But I definitely like the casting and Michael Keane's a really good Batman. Um, but I was very content with that film. When I first saw it, I was like, I don't hate it. And I think that it also helps with like, because Batman and Batman Returns, both of them Tim Burton films, 
really help highlight like the darker Batman because WB even told Tim Burton, even though Tim Burton wanted to make a third film, WB was like, "Mm, should you do that? Shouldn't you just go do something else? They literally turned him off because Batman and Batman Returns weren't marketed for families and they couldn't make toys out of it because that's what they wanted to do because it was definitely a darker note. You just don't take your kid to go see it. So we could have had a third Tim Burton film. He was ready to do it. I'm so upset. So WB's Warner Brothers? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So Warner Brothers were the main uh, propellers of the film. Yeah, well, they just care about the cash. Yeah, for sure. And then they hired um, Joel Schumacher, and he took the reins and directed Batman Forever, which was the 1995. It's kind of not the best Batman movie. but I, mm, Read your it, comment. Yeah, yeah. I said it's a, a low-key trash movie. <laughs> but Brian did, Tim Burton did produce it, but that's not saying anything. It's because WB wanted to take the movies to a different level. They wanted to be more family-friendly. That's why that film is, like, super, like, Technicolor. The Batmobile has, like, different colors in it. There's these really, really, like, crazy costumes. So they they really changed the direction of the film. And Michael Keaton was supposed to come back. But he didn't, he kind of butted heads with Joel Schumacher because Joel Schumacher was told him, why does everything have to be dark? Kind of saying that the Batman and Batman Returns movies didn't really need to be that dark or like, why do they always have to be so, I guess, emo or whatever. But, and then Michael Keaton was like, ooh, nah, I'm going to go, go do something else. So we also could have had Michael Keaton instead. So Michael Keaton was like... He was very invested in, I guess, Bruce Wayne's story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So he really liked the, as far as I've read in like interviews I've seen, like he really liked the dichotomy of Batman and Bruce Wayne and how they're two. Re- I think Bruce Wayne is really a persona for Batman because I feel like he really feels that he is Batman and Bruce Wayne's just another face he puts on. So mm-hmm. it's it's really interesting to see each actor take different stands to them because they're all not created equally for sure mm-hmm. nice and then we had the <laughs> i kind of like this one <laughs> the batman and robin in 97 oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with george clooney yeah i mean i think i'm laughing at the comment <laughs> yeah well yeah so joel schumacher is really he's a very interesting guy may he rest in peace because you know he died like last year or the year before that but he was really obsessed with like the greek goddesses and gods and how they're so sculpted and so in val kilmer's suit val kilmer being the batman from batman forever he like is like has a six pack and everything in some pictures he has nipples and in other pictures he don't he doesn't but i think they solidified those nips in batman and robin and there was like this whole ups like i don't know people were going crazy because they were like um, like Batman doesn't have nipples or whatever, and I'm just like, I guess I don't know. They were, I feel like they were arguing the wrong things. But Arnold Schwarzenegger was Mr. Freeze, and that was <laughs> he had such awful puns. One of them was like, "Let's let's kick some ice." I'm sure there are a thousand more, but I I don't know. I don't really I don't really like that movie. Uma Thurman's Poison Ivy in that one, but it's it's not my favorite for sure. Out of it's all, it's not. Them. I don't. Okay, so like. In terms of like you know serious Batman like movie, mm-hmm. it's like the worst in my opinion. Yeah, 
but I find Arnold Schwarzenegger funny. Like, I, I can't believe that. that his character exists in film. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so cheesy. And I remember watching it when I was little, and I was like, man, this guy, he's cringe. <laughs> <laughs> Is Uma Thurman at least good as um, Poison Ivy? She's all right. Yes. Yeah, I mean, oh. they they just focused on like her being sexy. Oh, see, that's yeah, that sucks. She's yeah. not as iconic as um Michelle Pfeiffer's Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. Catwoman. Yeah. Oh, I see. She did really, really, really good as Catwoman. Yeah. She actually mm-hmm. put a live bird in her mouth. Did you know that? Yeah, it was crazy Wild. the way she committed. Commitment. Mm-hmm. Put a live bird in your mouth. <laughs> I could never. You could not pay me enough money. It's crazy. It's just crazy. But she did a really good job. I have a question yeah. for you, Ashley. Mm-hmm. Which movie, in your opinion, is more true to, I guess, Batman? Like his story and everything. Like his origins or? Just him as like, if you had to choose. Okay. If you had to choose one Batman movie to represent Batman as a whole. Which movie would you choose? Hmm. Including Christopher Nolan and everything like that. Um, I really like this is a very hard question. I guess in the in the movies, I really I really like Batman, like the 1989 Tim Burton one has like showing the troubledness of Bruce Wayne and Batman because people don't realize like Batman's really messed up. And so I think that really captures the emotion that Batman it, is a little like not like i don't know like emo for sure i keep saying emo but it's like he, traumatized he yeah the death of his parents was why he decided to be batman is to bring justice to all, all kind of like criminals so that this wouldn't ever happen again to anyone and i think that one really resonates for me but i really like the animated series the 1992 animated series as kind of like a whole because it gives you so much more time with Bruce Wayne with Batman it really dives deeper into everything and it's kind of it's a it's not all the way true to the comics but it doesn't definitely do really good references to the comics um and it was directly inspired by the 1989 uh Batman so I feel like those two hand in hand for me really paint the picture of Batman for sure is that is that animated series the one with uh, Mark Hamill as yes, the Joker? Yes, Kevin Conroy. Yeah. yeah, Kevin Conroy's Batman, Mark Hamill's the Joker, and yeah, those are just yeah, those I've two seen a, are so amazing. Good. Yeah, I've seen a few episodes of that. It's really good. Highly recommend. Yeah, so that one for sure for me at least. Do you have any <laughs> comments, Carla? Yeah, I was like, do you have any comments? Batman Zemo, he's our emo king. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly like. When I said I was a noob at Batman, y'all are, yeah, I wasn't joking. I've seen the Christopher Nolan Batman. I've seen two of those three movies. I've seen, is it, um, is the guy who's in, uh, the Batman animated series, is that the same Batman Kevin in Justice Conrad? League? Yeah. Uh, is that Kevin yeah, Conrad? In the animated one? Yeah. Yeah, in Justice League. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, saw Batman in that, but I love Justice League. Uh, I've seen episodes of the the animated series of Batman, but, you know, I don't know. I say I like DC more than I like Marvel, 
But now I feel like a fucking noob on this. <laughs> you know what it is, though? It's for me, it's like DC, for me, is like Wonder Woman. So. I mean, it's okay. Yeah. And Justice, like Justice League, that's part of the reason why I like DC Morse, because the animated series for Justice League was fucking lit. So, mm-hmm. yeah, my knowledge of Batman sucks. I know his parents died. <laughs> I've seen his parents die, like, so, like, oh my god, in an animated version, in real life, in video games. I've seen his parents die so many times. You were there like, in the alley when they got killed? Yeah, yeah I was, was there in the alley when Joe Chill pulled his gun on them and took her. <laughs> yeah. I was there in yeah, the Yeah, background. yeah, She was eating popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I know where this is going. Yeah, I was like, she hmm, pulled I out. Gonna get shot. <laughs> Have you seen that gif of, J- of Jason Momoa where he, like, he like pulls out a um you know those chairs like those um foldy oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. (laughs) ashley just pulled it out and just you know (laughs) sat down and here we go again yeah 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 (laughs) but um what about okay because for me the dark knight i it's like one of the best uh superhero movies ever in Mm -hmm. my opinion Mm mm-hmm so I really want to hear your opinion about Heath Leather Heath la, 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 la. I really want to hear your opinion about Heath Ledger's Joker. Um yeah, I think Christopher Nolan did a really, really good job in the films. Uh he's definitely not my favorite Batman. Christian Bale is not my favorite Batman, but the movies were really well done, especially because there was a long period where there was no live action movie. So Christopher Nolan really like resurrected like kind of like Batman and everything. And he gave us more Bruce Wayne time, which I was like, because you'd never want to be watching, uh, in my opinion, you never be want, want, wanted to be watching something with Batman and just being like, when is he going to get in the bat suit? Because I feel like then they're not doing it right. So I really like that he gave us both sides of and Christian Bale is very compelling as Bruce Wayne, for sure. Um, but uh, I think Joker, the Heath Ledger Joker was obviously really, really good. And he's more of an anarchist, kind mm-hmm. of like no rules, nothing. And so it's definitely a different take on Joker. Just like all the other Jokers are different, like the gangster one of Jack Nicholson, the animated one from Mark Hamill, even Cesar Romano, which was one of the uh, the Joker from... Uh, the Adam West and Burt Ward films, like those were completely different Jokers. So if I have a favorite Joker because they all get categorized differently. I think his performance, Heath Ledger, was super, super good. But I, I don't know. It's not, I don't know. People go crazy about Christopher Nolan's Batman and I respect that because they're really good films. But as someone who read some of the comics, played all the video games, kind of dive deeper into the mythos i think there are kind of like i don't know i don't want to say better batmans out there because they're all different in their own well i mean there i know that there's a reason why they categorize as nolan verse they don't like necessarily like uh, put it together with like the comics or stuff oh yeah no they always they separated like oh the nolan verse batman yeah. So I think a lot of people might like agree with you saying like, you know, they, they have their own little category, mm-hmm. but obviously like with anything, it doesn't encompass the whole, I guess, essence of Batman. Yeah, for culture. sure. And I think, I think cause Bane 
what is a luchador like he wears a uh, uh, luchador mask and obviously the Bane and the Christopher Nolan films are not like that and that's not to say that uh, directors don't have creative freedoms in that stuff but I think that was an interesting but it also makes sense because I can't picture the luchador Bane in the Christopher Nolan universe like I don't yeah he wouldn't be taken as seriously yeah exactly (laughs) just people would be like oh that's Nacho Libre on steroids that's literally what they would have said yeah and so I think some things he definitely took differently and like I don't think Rachel or Rachel Dawes or whatever was she's not in the comics at all I like Katie Holmes a lot but then when they changed her to uh Maggie Gyllenhaal I just I did they lost me for at least for Rachel I did not like Maggie Gyllenhaal as Rachel at all they didn't have the chemistry that Katie Holmes yeah it was so bad um Beck what's his name Bale Bale yeah (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know. I think they're long story short. I think they're very, very good movies, and then their own different category for sure. And I like Heath Ledger as Joker, but I really like Joaquin Phoenix as Joker too. I don't know. So it's definitely, I don't know. They're they're not my they're not my favorites, but they're really really good. Fun facts. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, our bad facts. Bad facts. <laughs> bad facts. Okay, here we go. Harley Quinn, which Harley Quinn was the direct production of the animated series. Technically, Bane was too. So Bane and Harley Quinn uh, were created by the animated series. Uh, Harley Quinn was obviously created to be a love interest of the Joker, but she's not anywhere in the comics before um, the animated series. The the 90s one. The 1992 animated series, yes. Huh. Yeah. I didn't know that. And her origin story, because they talk about it in the animated series, obviously, but there's a comic called Mad Love that talks all about her origin story. And so if you ever want to know more. Yeah, she's a she's a doctor. Psychiatrist. Yeah. 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 Harlene Quinzel. Mm -hmm. She's a psychiatrist. And And they have a kid, don't they? I I was reading a comic the other day. (laughs) Oh, I don't know, actually. Yeah. So Harley Quinn was fighting. black canary uh-huh and black canary was pregnant at that time and um i guess in the middle of the fight like harley quinn found out and then she stopped fighting her and black canary's like why and she's like because you're pregnant i'm not gonna fight you when you're pregnant i have a kid mm-hmm. and and she was like what and i was like what and apparently <laughs> harley quinn was like yeah her name's amy she lives with my sister and she loves to color her favorite color is red and blah 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 that's but she like hid her away from Joker because you know he's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Their their whole relationship is super toxic. It's bad. Like after after Suicide Squad came out and people were like, uh, hashtag Joker and Harley Gold. I'm like, no, you no, not it's not. Be. Like Joker's so abusive towards her, and like they're just they're very codependent, and it's no. it's not love. No, it's not definitely at all. Yeah. So I think that's very interesting. Anyways. Batman has a son, which we were talking about earlier. I um, was blown away by off that. Off camera, yeah. Uh, Batman has a son. His name's Damian Wayne, and he, his mom is um, Talia Al Ghul, which she is the daughter of Rachel Ghul. Which in the mm-hmm. Christopher Nolan films, uh, he he was the one that like held Batman, kind of like train and everything. He's part of this bigger. A league called the League of Assassins, and their main goal is to restore 
kind of like the balance environmental balance to the world by basically killing off all of mankind which is you know i mean i don't know if they're right doing right now because 2020 is feeling like that honestly (laughs) so like thanos but in dc yeah kind of yeah. yeah yeah kind of if you had to make the comparison she's um she's the girl in the third movie carla i haven't seen the third movie Oh. Yeah, well, when I'm do, a noob. That girl. Wait, no, not Anne Hathaway. No, Anne no, Hathaway. That's she's Cat- yeah, okay. See, what do you think about Anne Hathaway Catwoman? I I liked her. I liked her. I don't yeah. I have no complaints. I mean I don't think it was enough to like really have an opinion. Yeah, yeah. I like what she had. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't hate her in it, for sure. Sorry, Carla, what were you gonna say? I don't know. I was going to just say I was a Batman noob. I don't know. I mean, yeah, this is true. <laughs> the same thing you've been saying the yeah, whole, the whole episode. Because <laughs> I have nothing to contribute otherwise. Yeah, I, am I, mean, a, I am but a mere spectator. A we should have a noob counter. Like, every time you <laughs> noob, there's like a ding in the background. So it's like, it tallies. I think that's every, three. I think it's four. Yeah, maybe. I think it's four. Whatever. I'll find a ding <laughs> noise and add it later. Um, but yeah, so Batman has son, Damian Wayne. He's very heavily uh, featured in the animated movies. So in the DC animated movies, which are super good, they really make up for the live action DC uh, movies. The Damian is in them like a lot. And there's actually a movie, I think, based on it or something. And I can't remember the top of my head what the movie is called. A Son of Batman. Duh. Wow. <laughs> a, I know. It's wow. So it's a, the son of batman uh animated movie and it talks more about like damien and uh, uh bruce's relationship and everything so it's a super good movie to see too if you want to learn more about damien wayne which is very interesting i want to learn more about the dog because i was also shook about that what's the dog's name his name's ace and <laughs> in, in the animated series he's kind of like a a great dane mix and so okay. he's kind of, because in the anime series, Let me guess, he, is he black? He is black. Yes. Knew it. I, what a surprise, huh? I know. Our emo <laughs> king. He never slips up on the aesthetic. <laughs> in the beginning, he did, though. Yeah. And yeah. Well, that wasn't his fault. Then Bill Finger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, in the anime series, it's, well, it's not in the anime series. It's in Batman Beyond, which is um, in the future, and it's an older Bruce Wayne, and yeah. Ace is there. But in the comics, his name was Ace the Bat Hound, and he was a uh, more resemblance of a German Shepherd. Hmm. And in some iterations, he had a cape. It's because it directly came after Crypto, which is Superman's dog. Hmm. And so they were like, Batman should have a dog, and then that's how Ace was born. But that's basically long story short. But Crypto flies and does all yeah. this shit. Like, poor Ace. <laughs> he had to live up to that. He can push buttons. I mean, yeah, and there's, like, some things that, that, that they say that, like, he he helps Batman, and, like, he, I don't know. Therapy dog. Yeah, I mean, he is a, he is adopted, so thanks for adopting and not shopping, Batman. Yep. Way to go, so, Batman. Yep. Real hero. And, yeah. yes, but he doesn't really have any powers to my knowledge at least to what i read about him he doesn't really have any powers like crypto i mean crypto can fly like we said <laughs> yeah crypto is too much <laughs> it's like simmer down 
And you're named after like the thing that makes Superman weak. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's a little fucked in my opinion, but okay. <laughs> Let's see what else. Michael Keaton as Batman was very controversial because, you know, Michael Keaton was in Beetlejuice. Yeah. So he was a but comedy Carl actor. In Beetlejuice. I'm throwing oh, that oh out there. Oh my God, no. Shut up. <laughs> we already discussed how I'm a noob. We don't no, need no, no. to. Yeah, but in Batman. I'm a noob in life. <laughs> so basically, now Beetlejuice was like a comedy, is a comedy, mm-hmm. Carla. And Keaton was fucking hilarious in that. So I can understand people, you know, people's concern. I mean, I was concerned with Robert Pattinson as Batman. Because. Mm-hmm. Yeah glittery vampire (laughs) (laughs) robert pences has such a diverse acting range though i feel only because i've seen a lot of his movies so like i was very confident in robert pattinson being because twilight really messed him up because a lot of people like you said just like see him as the the actor from twilight but he has such a good range of acting kind of like roles that I was when I saw that trailer. Oh my god! It was oh, yeah. it was, it was Girl, done. I, I was when like, I saw it's the trailer it. too. I was like, oh, I'm gonna shut my ass up. Like, <laughs> I think I think it's gonna be a really good Bruce Wayne, a really good Batman, obviously. And even though it's like kind of like in the beginning of uh, Batman's career, it's gonna be interesting because a lot of the movies focus on an older Batman, not older, but he's already well established. And so I think I'm really excited for this one because it's going to kind of like help us see how he became, not how he became Batman, but how he really works the like the Batmobile and like how he gets like his suit and everything. He's going to be a noob at it too, Carla. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perfect Batman for me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but people were up in arms when Michael Keaton was announced as Batman because they were very concerned that Michael Keaton was going to like make it some sort of campy, like, horror shit show that kind of adam west and burt ward did not that the adam west and burt ward show wasn't good but it was just like not serious mm-hmm. but he tim, tim burn and the whole directing crew and everything stood firmly behind michael keaton which i'm glad they did because he's he did a really good job as batman in my opinion oh yeah oh and on that same note i we didn't put it in the doc but robin williams was supposed to be the joker or no, sorry, no. he was used as a pawn to get um, what's his name? Jim Carrey. Nicholson. Yeah, Jim Nicholson. Carrey. Wait, oh no, 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 oh no, we're talking about Joker. For some reason, Not. I started talking about yeah, Jack Nicholson. Yeah, yeah. I was actually reading about that. No, the Riddler. I, yeah, the Joker. They off because I was. I think there was a lot of speculation on it too. But I was reading this book, and it's basically like the Batman Bible. It like has everything you need to know about Batman. And they were saying that Robin Williams said he was going to do it, but then he kept saying that he he was going to do it eventually because I guess he was doing other projects. And then that's when they already had Jack Nicholson in mind. But I think, OK, now that I'm thinking about it, wasn't it the, the Riddler that he was? No, it was the Riddler makes more sense for yeah. Williams. I from what I saw when we were talking about it that one day, Ashley, I saw that it was supposed to be the Joker. It wasn't like he was supposedly from according to this one website, they asked Robin Williams to do it only so that um Nicholson would say yes. Because Nicholson was on the fence at the time. 
So they were yeah. like, oh, we're going to ask Robin Williams. But they wanted Jack Nicholson from the start because yeah. Bob Kane uh, helped write a screenplay for a Batman, for the Tim Burton Batman. And he literally said in bold, like, Jack Nicholson is my number one pick for the Joker. And I think they tried to cast Robin Williams as the Riddler in the Joel Schumacher film, <clears throat> Batman Forever. But I think that's when he was like, ooh, I think he was doing some other stuff. And then that's when they gave it to Jim Carrey. I like Jim Carrey as a, as a Riddler. Yeah, he definitely brings his zany personality mm-hmm. to... It fits him. Yeah, for sure. And that's definitely a... Yeah, I agree. I like Jim Carrey as the Riddler. The movie, man. Yeah, yeah. Do we know who's going to be the Riddler in this uh, The Robert Pattinson? Yeah, it's Paul Dano. Who the fuck's that? The Riddler. Shut <laughs> up, bitch. <laughs> He was, and there will be blood. He was in Little Miss Sunshine, um, Twelve Years a Slave. Interesting. Interessante. He looks. He looked like a good Riddler. Psychotic. He do. Like I mean, naturally. The Riddler is kind of. Yeah, so I wild. feel like I'm. I'm kind of excited for. I have hopes for this. Uh, well, who knows if we'll ever see the stupid movie because, you know, <laughs> everyone's getting the Rona. And oh, have you seen the, the film Prisoners? Mm-mm. Carla? No. No, I don't even fucking know what that's about. Well, he plays like the guy they think that took the girls. So if you ever see that movie. So he plays like a weird, crazy guy. I was like, imagine if they brought Jim Carrey back. Would he even come back for that, though? Um, for Riddler. What is he? Yeah, but like, what has he done? Like, he hasn't done anything in like the last few years. Didn't he like semi retire from acting? I think so. That's why, like, he's just like painting now somewhere in some ranch. I don't know. But, anyways, <laughs> yeah, anyways, uh, it's funny because uh, Michael Keaton is actually reprising his role as Batman in the Flash movie with Ezra Miller. The Warner really? Brothers. Yeah, and really? they're bringing back oh, Michael yeah. Keaton. Yeah, you did tell me that. That's exciting. I'm so excited to see him back in the cow. I love Michael Keaton. Oh, so great. He's a great actor. We have to talk about the condiment king. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Carla just wants to know about the condiment kid. I mean, I don't know that much about him. I mean, they a lot of the animated series, you know, the 1992 animated series, they came up with a bunch of different villains. What is he? What does he know? do? He shoots condiments that are sometimes like gives you anaphylactic shock like that's like ketchup his... yeah like he dresses in a condiment container huh ashley told me about this and i was like i have to see a photo of this guy and he literally looks like you what you would imagine he's like dressed oh, up in a condiment i think i've seen this guy and i've i watched this episode yeah so he was he was created for the animated series and <clears throat> he commits crimes using guns that uh shoot different condiments basically and in the animated series he looks bad but in the comics he actually looks threatening yeah i would agree i want um robert pattinson's universe to have condiment king this is a formal request (laughs) if you can hear me dc (laughs) is it dc yeah it's gotta be dc that's doing this right the yes carla i'm just you know because like nolan yeah that's dc but like it's nolan you know but it's dc characters yeah yeah and it's warner brothers i'm pretty sure true is it i I mean it has to be because they needed to get the rights somehow true 
Anyways, DC, Warner Brothers, whoever's listening, we gotta get Condiment King up in this bitch. <laughs> yeah, so that's very interesting. He definitely has, Batman has d- definitely a diverse rogue villains cast, or it's not, I guess it's called Rogue's Gallery, which gets referred to a lot, which just means all his different villains. Because, you know, obviously his main one is the Joker, but he has so many, like, uh, Penguin. Like the Riddler, yeah, Penguin. Like technically, Catwoman is like kind of in there because she's technically not a hero, but she's not villain. She's kind of like an anti-hero. Yeah, but <clears throat> so she definitely has a very diverse set of villains, and like the Bane and everyone. So it's very interesting to see, for sure. Yeah, I'm excited for uh, Riddler. Was it Riddler in the Nolan universe? I cannot fucking remember to save my life. No. I didn't think so. It was what was the first movie though? Was that Penguin? That was Scarecrow. Oh yeah, yeah. Scarecrow. And then then the lot. Well, I guess the second one too was um, Two Face. And then Bane. Oh yes, that's right. Two Face. Man, he yeah. has hella fucking villains to fight. Yeah, I know. He has. He's just such a diverse cast. Poison Ivy. Yeah, Poison Ivy. Now Harley Quinn. I hope they they give Harley Quinn her hyenas. <laughs> Me too. I love the the animated clip when she goes shopping. <laughs> she brings her hyena dogs. She's just you know living her best life with her two big ass dogs shopping. I feel in the that. movie, right? in the animated series. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're called like Bud and Lou or something. Something like that. Yeah. When she's trying to be good, <laughs> and then retail people just. People in general, which is like a lesson in itself. Like people in like in general just pushed her back over the edge. Anyways, did you have any other fun facts, Ashley? Not that I can think of off the top of my head. Shall we end things by uh well Ashley kind of already did hers, her favorite Batman. Who's your favorite Batman, Giselle? I don't know. You've seen more of them than I have. My I answer is just going to be Christopher Nolan's Batman because that's, <laughs> that's the one I, I know. I say that because that's like the live action, I guess, I technically grew up with. Even though I did see Michael Keaton's and George Clooney's and all that. But I like the animated one. Yeah, the animated one's a good one. I I don't know, man. I'm such a, you know, for me, I feel like I have to say the Christopher Nolan Batman because... I fucking love everything Christopher Nolan does. Like, absolutely everything. He's my favorite director, so it's just like... Well, I, for me, it's animated because I remember every Saturday morning, um, I didn't grow up with cable, so Saturday morning was like mm-hmm. when there was one channel where they had all the cable cartoons, mm-hmm. and they would have the Batman, and I'd wake up super fucking early just to watch the Batman because I loved it so much, and then it was Justice League. Mm, yep I feel so that. i'm gonna have to go with the animated batman yeah i don't know i'm still gonna i'm, I'm gonna stick with nolan even though i'm on the same boat as you <laughs> christian bale yeah christian bale i don't know man like although he's a, good actor. he's a good actor i love christian bale he's one of my favorite actors i will say his accent got a little I didn't even see the third movie, but in the dark Knight, like the comparison between his accent in the first movie and the second movie i'm like Okay, you you don't have to try that hard. It really got progressively worse. Like I don't like that. Like I yeah. like that. if anything, I really if anything, the Batman versus Superman, the the Bruce out, I mean the Ben Affleck one. At least he had like a voice modulator that didn't sound as like that bad as the Christian Bale Batman. 
but I, I don't think he needed to go with that. Like, that's why I like the animated series so much, too, because Kevin Conroy does such a good job distincting Bruce Wayne and Batman, and he doesn't need to try that hard. Like, yeah. you know when he's Bruce Wayne and you know when he's Batman. And it was natural. Gets, yeah, his voice gets definitely deeper and darker, but it's not like he has something in his throat or something like Chris Dale. <laughs> uh, and that's why I think I, I love Kevin Conroy because he gets that between the two characters. Yeah. The only thing like Nolan versus I like the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> Joker. He's a really good Joker. <laughs> May he rest in peace. Although Joaquin Phoenix has given him a run for his money. Ooh, that mm-hmm. so good. It was very disturbing, but I think it had to be disturbing because Joker was disturbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope they bring him in to the patents and Batman world. I hope yeah, so. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> they probably won't. He's, yeah. I don't know. I feel like Joaquin just wants to keep it its own thing. Yeah. Too. He probably, but, I can't see him coming back for a sequel. Has Joaquin Phoenix ever done a sequel for anything? I don't know. He doesn't seem like so. a sequels guy to me. I think he probably has like a rule, like Meryl Streep. Oh, what? I th- I'm pretty sure they are doing a second movie. Really? Yeah. Quick Google shirts. Oh, I guess there is. So he does sequels. Okay, well, I'll be damned. Especially because we didn't see Joker. Like, in that film, we only got Joker for a little bit. Like, it was more of his origin story, which was really not done before, because the whole thing about Joker is that he you don't really know where he came from, what his deal is. And I think that's, that's what makes him so, like, I think that's what that's what made that movie even more appealing. Yeah, they definitely took some of it from The Killing Joke because The Killing Joke was one of the first comics to kind of give Joker a a backstory, if you want to call it, just kind of Mm -hmm. like more of an origin story. And so with the movie, they definitely took some of that from The Killing Joke, like they kind of adapted it. But I thought I thought they did a really good job. Yeah, I guess there is going to be a second one. Joaquin said that in the uh, first few weeks of filming the first one, they were already talking about a sequel. Well, I'll be damned. Yeah, it makes sense because we got to see more of the Joker. We do. It'd be nice to have a movie where it's all from his point of view. Mm. Like how Batman's just like a supporting character. Mm-hmm. And it's just some dude. Like he probably doesn't even have lines. It's just you just see him <laughs> gallivanting in the background and just to see Joker's side of the whole mess. That'd be dope, in my opinion. As a live action? Yeah. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. Joaquin's Joker. Like, just to see, like, the way he plans his shit, how he executes it, and all this nonsense. And how Batman fucks up his plans. Yeah. I'm down for that. Yeah, there's, like, this comic called um, White Knight, and it's a comic. Because, you know, the DC universe is... The DC Extended Universe is super, super big, and there's always, like, multiverses and, like, Mm -hmm. stuff overlapping and stuff. But there's this comic where they switch the roles. Like, Joker is in Batman's position, and Batman is technically Joker. It's super cool. Huh. That must be interesting. Highly recommend. It's called White Knight. All right. And on that note, that's our special for Batman Day. Thank you, Ashley. Our very special special. Very special special. Thanks for having me. Of course. You're welcome back whenever. The next uh, Batman-themed podcast. Yeah, when the new Batman comes out. Yeah, exactly. We'll bring you back for that. We'll bring you back. So many feels, so many opinions will be had. Mm Mm-hmm, for sure. We just have, like, a verbal disclaimer. Um, This was filmed through Discord. 
You got to still wash your hands, wear your face mask, and stay away from people if you don't need to be around them. Mm -hmm. Ho. (laughs) And thanks for listening. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. Our handle is guyswithovaries. Um, Follow our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Yeah. Wherever you get podcasts. Wherever you get podcasts. Is there still someone listening on Alexa exclusively, Carla? I don't know. I haven't seen that on the the analytics in a while. Uh, we had someone actually. We had someone that would just listen to us on Alexa. Yeah, so random. Yeah, it was it was exciting. I mean, it's also really random that we have you know listeners in Germany, a listener in Canada, Norway, and Norway. Who knows if they're actually even keeping up with us it's just funny that that's in the analytics yeah that's cool that you could see that though yeah we're worldwide guys <laughs> we're like pitbull thanks again ashley um do you have anything to promo i no. it's like in <laughs> hot ones you know how has anyone seen this off yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, oh, this is, is like, your chance ashley you have this, this microphone and that camera. microphone <laughs> <laughs> Say what you want to say to the world. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, Ashley. <laughs> uh, no, I don't really have anything to add. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Deuces. <laughs>